Welcome back to Nuclear Heat. I am Jake Bakovin. He is Augie Pena, and we are running through the last week of wrestling in the WWE. We already went through SmackDown and Survivor Series War Games, one of the biggest returns in recent memory, and then an even bigger one. Uh, as we had, <laughs> as we had a few big returns. CM Punk obviously being the biggest, um, but uh, Randy Orton coming back as well. And uh, both those things kind of teased for this week's episode of Raw. So we'll jump into the Raw review portion of our show here on Nuclear Heat. Once again, we do this show every week and uh, look at the week in review in the WWE. So tell your friends, family, and if you're joining us here on uh, Facebook, YouTube, tip, Twitter, or Twitch, like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff uh, to help us grow our audience and uh, eventually take over the WWE as the as the tag team champions. Uh, no, we still got a lot of work to do there. Uh, but let's go into the Raw review. Uh, Judgment Day interrupts Randy Orton. Specifically, Rhea Ripley comes out and interrupts Randy Orton as he opens up Monday Night Raw uh, in a very, uh, very receptive crowd. They're very excited to see him, but we were kind of talking about it during the break. Randy is just a, as clean a baby face as you can bring him back. Of course, he's one of the biggest heels of all time, the best heels of all time. And that's kind of what made, was he going to show up to war games? And if so, what would happen? And then the confrontation with Jey Uso, it made it all interesting. But ultimately, they're sticking with Randy Orton as a face for now. You never know when that can change. <laughs> but uh, it was especially interesting because Randy Orton, almost outshined Rhea Ripley, which had looked somewhat impossible yeah. as of late. Rhea Ripley, a huge crowd favorite, despite being a heel. Um, but Orton, especially with his uh, line being daddy is home, I believe, uh, obviously talking about mommy uh, leading Judgment Day there. Um, and Judgment Day, Rhea Ripley went out there to make it clear that uh, they are not happy with Randy Orton because he ruined their cash-in attempt. Uh, so... Uh, it was kind of just kind of cool to see um, both those two in the ring. Obviously, I hadn't seen that before. Um, but ultimately, uh, Dirty Dom and J.D. McDonough attack Randy Orton from behind, which sets up a match for later in the night. Um, J.D. McDonough still wearing a neck brace, so I don't know if his doctor told him <laughs> to go out there and still fight tonight, but apparently he did not obey his doctor's orders. And uh, and Dirty Dom, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting here just to kind of run through it. We all know again. How, what wrestling is yeah. and the, kind of the stories they're telling. But Judgment Day deciding that Dom and J.D. McDonough would be the ones to attack Randy Orton here as opposed to maybe a little bit of a Finn Balor or Priest. Uh, maybe not the best idea for Judgment <laughs> Day. I don't know who their leader is, but they need to work that out a little bit. Well, the way they've been talking about it, I think Priest has declared he's the leader, right? And He was and, the leader at least for yeah, that match. Yeah and, yeah, and I think Rhea kind of – we'll talk about that later, but, but she kind of rubs that in his face. Um but poor Dom, man, this guy, I, I, I know it's all booked, but did you see the look on his face when, when uh, Randy, you know, after they attack Randy and they're like, and he's like, oh, Dom, he's like, I, I'm, I'm going to Adam Pierce and I'm facing you tonight. Dom's just like, what? You know, and that, but I thought it was great. Um, I thought it was a good promo. I'm just disappointed that we didn't get an RKO to Rhea Ripley. They're, they're saving that for later. I know they are. Um, it's going to happen. Book it, guys. Book it. Um, we're we're going to see that, but I thought it was a great return. Um, it, it was good. Randy Orton, you know, he's great on the mic um, as he, you know, has always been um, in matches. Um, he he and Rhea, you know, they really have something going there. They had some good chemistry. I thought they really fed off each other. You know, Rhea really felt like she was getting at it, you know, like she was really fired up about this. And Randy was kind of just joking about it, you know, kind of like a kind of like a, a good baby face does. Um, so, yeah, I thought I thought this was a really fun, interesting 
you know, opening segment to really get everybody invested in this episode of Raw. Yeah, and especially with uh, with CM Punk, Punk's return, you were kind of thinking, okay, I thought they would open up with CM Punk because yeah. it was the hottest thing. I mean, you, I, we had to see what was going to happen here. Um, and open up with Randy Orton was just about the only other way not to get whoever else was going to open up yeah. boot out of the building uh, because they wanted to see what was going on with CM Punk. Um, so I thought that was very good and, and really kind of gets the story going on Randy Orton versus the Judgment Day. And if that's the feud that that they're going to roll with with Randy upon his return, um, count me in. I mean, it, yeah. it's kind of fresh for the Judgment Day to go after and uh, it, it'll just be a lot of fun. And I thought they did a good job here kind of resetting some of the storylines. Um, Obviously, Judgment Day against everybody that was in that match outside of RKO has been told uh, repetitively. So at least yeah. finding a new uh, a new <laughs> enemy for them is going to be good. Well, well you know what's going to happen. It's going to be Randy Orton versus Judgment Day with Cody Rhodes, yeah. Sami Zayn, and Seth Rollins. <laughs> yep. All they did was added Randy Orton to yeah. this. So, but I, I'm for it. You know, I, I miss him. So I'm ready to see Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, he would obviously be prominent throughout the night. Um, I don't have all the backstage segments written down, but eventually went off and made peace with Jey Uso, uh, uh, which is, it, it, you know, maybe that's again for now. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jey Uso, by the way, really over with the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of, it's interesting as we, we talked about, we didn't always agree on the way that they blo- broke up the bloodline, but man, did uh, did Jimmy get the short end of the stick because Jey yeah. is, uh, as has turned uh, baby face is really over. He gets people going with, uh, you know, his kind of hand motions with the mm-hmm. audience and, and they're behind him. Um, so, uh, we'll kind of see where that leads to, uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, they did a, a, another good, what I like is, is this kind of a match because you're kind of coming off these different type of stipulation matches, obviously in war games to set up a tag team turmoil match, I thought was, was fun. Uh, and of course the way that they do that, you have all these different teams waiting to compete. Uh, it's it's one on one for each team until uh, somebody wins, and then the next tag team match, tag team, excuse me, comes out uh, to try to defeat them. So it's kind of a tournament style there, uh, and so that was an exciting way for to get some of these these teams involved here. It was going to be ultimately Gagarno and Champa, Alpha Academy, uh, Indusheer, uh, the Creed Brothers, New Day, and Imperium here. Um, so obviously a lot of those uh, tag teams at different points in their career. So we'll kind of talk about what they do here. The one downfall of a tag team turmoil match is only one team wins. And yeah. so only one team really looks good coming out of it. Everybody else has to take a pin. And I don't know if that was particularly perfect for some of these teams. Yeah. Uh, what they did open up, though, was uh, DIY uh, Gargano and Champa against Alpha Academy. And Alpha Academy chose to bring Tazawa into the match along with Otis instead of Gable. And that didn't work out as DIY de- defeated Alpha Academy uh, for the first pin of the Tormoral match. Uh, out comes Indusheer, Sangha, and Veer. And we haven't seen too much of them. They've been kind of uh, stop and go as far as pushes. I don't know if injuries are getting in the way or the way that they want to present them. But it doesn't seem to be a presentation no. thing because they're about the same presentation that they did before. <laughs> except for Sangha maybe added a little bit of weight, <laughs> which I didn't think was the best. But Veer's a guy that they tried as a, a singles push, had him as a monster, gave up on that, and now kind of putting him back into tag teams. That I think looks the part. I mean, he yeah. looks you know, looks like a beast. Uh, I love the way that they kind of dress these guys up. But ultimately, I think out of anybody in this tag team turmoil match, they took the worst of it because they DIY just defeated them pretty quickly. A roll up on Veer, so maybe you know the roll ups aren't as bad as absolutely just knocking somebody out. It looks like you stole one there, but 
I don't know. What do you think about the first few uh, matchups there between with Alpha Academy and Indusheer uh, being taken down by DIY? I, I'm not a huge fan of it because I'm not a huge fan of this Gargano and 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 Champa um, tag team. I, I think they're kind of just put together because they're two guys that were doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, and I I like the Alpha Academy man. I like Otis. I like Tazawa. I'm loving this whole Tazawa comedy act with it. But if you're gonna throw them in there and then they're just gonna lose, I mean, that's fine. You're protecting Chad Gable. Um, and then yeah, in this year, I mean, I thought they would come in and be big players in this, you know, because you know, you, you, you'd think they, like you said, Veer has the look, you know, he looks like he could be a monster and then that doesn't happen. Um, you know, I, I, if I were to grade it out of like a scale of 10, I give him like a four, you know, out of 10 to get it started. It wasn't great. It didn't really have anybody that really interested me outside of alpha Academy. And then they were the first team eliminated. Um, but that's just my preference on it. And I'm just being picky with it. So. Well, and two with that, within this year, too, like, I, and again, I, I don't want to pick on Sangha too much because he's bigger than Veer. Yeah. He's just not as in much shape. He looks mm-hmm. a little bit older. I think if you eventually, and, and maybe they're planning on doing this, but I don't think they have too many plans because we only see these guys every couple months. I think if you just have the modern-day Maharaja and Veer together, yep. I mean, talk about a, a team that looks the part. Um, I, I think that that's where they should probably go with that eventually, but I mean, he's been out of in-ring action uh, for quite some time. So uh, we'll kind of see where they go there. Then they have uh, Creed Brothers come in to take on DIY. A little bit of face-on-face action. Julius and Brutus are the Creed Brothers coming up from NXT. They've had a little, a few matches now uh, on the main roster. And I think they, at least as far as I know, and the stories that they were telling uh, on the broadcast is these guys are, as former wrestlers mm-hmm. um, might be part of the uh, WWE's uh, look to... to from grabbing guys out of the NCAA. I'd have to yeah. double check and see if that was part of the NIL and all that, um, that, uh, that WWE's doing. But in any case, the Creed, def- uh, brothers defeated DIY. Uh, then the new days, uh, music hits, they come down to the ring, puts up a good fight with the Creed brothers. Um, they continue to do this kind of Brutus bomb that ultimately is defeating their opponents. So they did that to DIY. They did it to new day. Um, and new day is eliminated. Um, Talk, uh, talk about a team that doesn't really take much of a hit from it. New Day yep. was just there to kind of prop up whoever was going to win this thing. And then the Creed brothers uh, take on Imperium. Kaiser and Vinci, they had been telling the story of these guys not quite getting along um, and trying to decide who's the kind of number two guy in that faction. Surprisingly, they didn't really do too much with that with Imperium. They gave them some cr- close calls for the win. Um, if you kind of followed along, this all of this was a matchup to, to face eventually the judgment day because this was to be the number one contender for the undisputed tag team championship so you kind of knew imperium wasn't going to win because it would then be heel versus heel and they just don't do that very often uh so the creed brothers end up defeating imperium um and pinning uh, vinci i I thought it would have been a little bit more interesting to pin kaiser because he had been on the on kind of in the doghouse i suppose of imperium Um, but they went with the vinci pin there um, how do you think uh, ultimately those last couple of teams that I that I mentioned there just ultimately this tag team turmoil match was it was it entertaining to you did you kind of like the setup and, and did you like the Creed Brothers going over well yeah that was gonna be my big takeaways I think the Creed Brothers really impressed um, I think they have the look they, they 100% um, you know you could push these guys to the moon and I think you know people will get behind them um, yeah. A little surprising that it was Imperium that was the last team they faced. I thought if anybody would be the New Day because, you know, the New Day are probably historically one of the best tag team champs of all time. Um, so if you're going to give somebody a little bit of a rub, you know, do it at the end with the New Day um, opposed to, you know, in, in the second to last match. Um, but no, I, I was a little, I was 
I was entertained by it. You know, I, I love wrestling. You know, I love watching the stories that are being built there. Um, I was happy they beat DIY. I was kind of, I was very surprised they beat the New Day. I'm not going to lie. Um, even though I know the New Day don't need to do anything anymore. You know, those guys can retire and they're, they're legends, you know, they're Hall of Famers. Yeah. Um, and then once Imperium came out, I was kind of like, okay, the Creed brothers are going to take this, you know, because as you said, it wasn't going to be heel versus heel um, on there. So, you know, I'd grade it like a six or seven out of 10. You know, it wasn't bad. Um, it, it was a good mix up. You don't see these that often yeah. um, on, on, on an episode of Raw anymore, especially like you said, when, you know, the returning uh, Randy Orton and CM Punk, you know, you're thinking what's going to fill that time. I thought this Raw did a good job with that. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. All right, let's take a quick break. We've still got another half of Raw to review, but we've got to pay off some sponsors here. We'll do that in just, uh, we'll be back, excuse me, in just a second here on Nuclear Heat on 93.7 The Ticket. 